Welcome to the Sparkles and Rhinestones pageant podcast, your go-to podcast for all things UK pageantry, advice, sparkling advice, and kind of just listen to my life story as well. Um, <laughs> my name is Hannah. I am the founder of Sparkles and Rhinestones, the current UK's national myth, as well as national and international title holder. Um, for about uh, 12 years now, coming up to 13, which is super exciting, but also makes me feel a very old um a massive congratulations to everyone who are getting their a level results and gcse's a levels last year gcse's this year this just feels how old i am because everything's now in numbers uh we've had this <laughs> this conversation but i feel like um we're doing good on the podcast right now i've had a regular episode every week um and we've had some requests which i love uh, which we will be discussing um, the requested, so they are coming soon. But there is an episode I want to talk about, and I think it's something that a lot of us pageant girls worry about. And it's something that I talk about in some of my training sessions. So, for one, thank you girls for getting more booked up, which I'm so excited about. I just love, I love pageant <laughs> I've always wanted to be a teacher. Um, when I was younger, I wanted to be a teacher, and that's the reason why I did a history degree, because I wanted to teach history. And I worked with children, and then there's just so much paperwork involved in being a teacher. I mean, obviously, yes, the holidays are great, but our teachers are overworked and underpaid, 100%. And then I went into personal training, and I loved that so much. It was teaching, but teaching exercise, and of course, loved that until I gave birth, and my body was like... Mm thank you you can't do that no more um <laughs> but that's not to say like a lot of people can still go back to it but for me it was it was impossible um and then of course pageant training came along you know you should do something you love and this is a great thing that I love doing I love coaching and helping you girls and one thing that is asked a lot is social media so the question begs is social media important in winning a pageant so the answer is no, but there are many layers to this. So you don't need to have so many likes and followers and things like that to take the crown. That's not assessed in <laughs> nearly all pageants. They're not going, mm, this girl is really great and she's done a lot for the system, but this girl has done nothing, but she has 10,000 followers. Like, and this person only has a thousand. Let's get her instead. We're not casting for Love Island here. We are casting for a pageant queen. Um, and that's the role that you go through. So you don't need to have, you don't need to be an influencer to be a pageant queen. There are some pageant queens who are influencers and that's absolutely fine. And that's how they then go on to have all these amazing opportunities. It's just, you don't need to have that to be a queen. So let's just put that out there. You don't need to have thousands of likes. You don't even have to have that many likes. I feel that when we do like campaigns and we do videos and we're expecting all these different likes and sometimes you kind of forget, and we've talked about this before on different podcast episodes, the meaning behind your campaigns. If you're doing a campaign just for likes, you're not getting the true meaning of why that campaign is running. Um, you know, they're meant to make you think, they're meant to make you, you know, learn more and raise more awareness. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a thinking point. Sometimes some of the campaigns are just heartbreaking. But it's raised awareness and it's made you think about something that you may not have ever wanted to think about for a start, but, you know, empathy and understanding. 
so it's not about oh well my photo only got five likes and this girl has a hundred likes on her photo that's still a hundred and five I had to stop pause because of someone outside driving. Um, so 105 people who've been reached. There might be the same likes. There might be different likes. It's still 105 different people who have seen the message and liked it and read it and understand it, understood it even. So, do you need to have social media to be a pageant queen? It's a yes and a no. There are many different social media platforms. Um, now, one thing to exclude is Twitter. Um, for a pageant queen, Twitter is somewhere to complain. Let's be honest. Twitter, you only have what is it, one hundred sixty characters still? Is it changed? I <laughs> used to have a Twitter, and I would only use it to complain about companies because that was the quickest way to get your complaint solved. Lost package, you know, damaged items. They would respond so quickly on <laughs> Twitter wouldn't get it through any other form of social media you know instagram forget it never apply twitter as soon as you put it out there straight away someone's someone's in your inbox or retweeting or commenting in it's it's tragic really um and i guess you can if you're looking to do campaigns and stuff you can raise awareness but then you have to be really careful with the stuff that you're putting on your twitter it's the same with tiktok and facebook in a way instagram is more photo based although i know they're pushing to go into video um to be viewed as a video app when instagram is always and if you're listening instagram you're always going to be a photo app and that's why we have you we have you for photos we have facebook i don't know why we have facebook um <laughs> it's, it's a mixture of everything isn't it um it's a mixture of everything. TikTok, we have videos. Although TikTok has now become very heavy in the shop as well. And I know that Instagram, we're trying to do shopping. It's just all a mess, isn't it? It's all a mess. Um, <laughs> but let's go back to that. Like, Twitter, you can share things. But then, like, if you're retweeting, if you're liking it, those likes will come up. Those retweets will come up. And, you know, if you're liking stuff that... You, you know, reflects bad on you as a queen and it's not in your terms conditions, you know, because we all have different senses of humour. Um, I mean, there's a difference between different sense of humour and, you know, just being, like, very horrible and misogynistic and homophobic, transphobic, racist. Like, there's a line of humour. Um, someone go, oh, it's just your sense of humour. It's just my sense of humour. And it's like, no, that's a bit sus. So you have to be very careful with that. And you will notice that a lot of these times when these celebrities are getting cancelled and these pageant queens have had those racist tweets, they're all Twitter and the people tweeting from years ago. They can be found. Anything you put on the internet will stay on there. So Twitter, I think, is, is not the best for a pageant queen to get their message out. Um, however, it's great for raising attention and, you know in that capacity then we go on to tiktok um tiktok is a very funny app you <laughs> i don't think there's any logic to how to grow um i mean pageant girls have done it we have some pageant queens who have hundreds of thousands of followers um you know <laughs> there's no like like the course if you did a course on it like what works for you the algorithm is crazy like 
some videos will just go viral others will there's loads of different ways of doing it but what works for one won't work for another you could be doing exactly the same it's a crazy minefield but then when you think of your tiktok videos like the ones you like um will be hidden anyway um of course comments might come up if you've reposted something or if you know if it's a viral video and you've commented something and then someone else sees that comment um but with this i think it just depends on what sort of content you want to put out on tiktok do you want to educate people about your platform do you want to show people into the world of pageantry you know for me tiktok was always just a fun thing to do in lockdown and show off my shopping habit and then expanded more and i had twenty three thousand, but i don't know where where to go with it um i'll start more but i want to show more about you know mine about plus size outfits and plus size pageantry like you know in in mainstream and you know i show that sort of stuff you know all the stuff i do and some funny things um but i'm not the one to take advice from (laughs) and with this podcast i'm not the one to take advice of how to grow your platform at all i can't teach you about the likes and the insights and you know the algorithm when to post and what to post but for me it's about staying true to your brand and when i say your brand like you as a person what you're putting out is your brand it's what you're known as so for example like instagram and facebook instagram you get a lot more interaction than facebook these days for pages pages get hidden a lot the same with instagram as well can get quite hidden on the home page but there's a lot more you'll see on facebook as in like you won't see as much because there's just so much on facebook it depends how many friends you have there'll be lots of statuses things shared photos your page might not come up whereas on instagram it's not separated by like a page and a person where they've had to like it it's like you follow them so you're all on the same thing followers even if they are a brand um even if you're a public figure it's still the same par i mean if i'm wrong about that then i'm wrong but i know that i see a mixture of different things in my feed compared to on my home page on facebook i see a lot suggested i don't actually see the things that i have um followed or liked so for me i always have my page so i have three instagrams of course i have sparks and rhinestones my pageant and my personal my personal there is no thought into it it's just pictures of p and me <laughs> maybe some pictures when i look really good you know it, there's no thought there's no hashtags in fact i actually don't do hashtags in any of mine and that's probably why i don't attract as many but i'm over it now <laughs> i yeah when i first started instagram like many years ago hashtags were all arranged so maybe i'm just all hashtagged out um but as i said you're not listening to me <laughs> to grow anything uh on my instagram in my pageant i have a system like i want like free photos that look appealing so the home page looks really appealing to me um <laughs> so if i do an appearance i have three different photos from that appearance if i do like campaign things i might have one on each side and then something else in the middle usually a video usually a throwback picture or something like that um sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't when i did my countdown it looked gorgeous <laughs> it looked so nice um and then on sparks and rhinestones we always have a written post and a photo and that's just how it goes so it'll be you know on two sides it'll be like the writing and one in the middle and then the other side be two photos and right in the middle and that's just how 
the home for you goes. Now, I just like that. <laughs> That's how I look. And people are listening like, what does this have to do with pageants? Um, so <laughs> let's go back to this. So with all this, you don't need social media to win a pageant. But I do think that having some sort of media presence is great. And I don't mean by that with like and stuff. But if you're explaining in your interview your platform, the appearances you've done, if I can then go to your Instagram and see that visually, then I can see exactly what you're doing. If you're talking to people who want to invest in you as a sponsor, they can see that and like, oh my goodness, this girl's really active, um, you know, or on Facebook, because you can look at Facebook. Facebook is more like you can obviously share stuff on Facebook that will stay on your homepage rather than just a photo um, you know, like a linked article, you can't link articles, you can link them in the stories for Instagram, but you can't link them on the profile, it doesn't come up as a clickable link, you can put it in your bio, uh, in the photo, like, description, but you can't <laughs> click into it, unless maybe on desktop version you can, but on my phone, when people have links in the photo description, I can never click on them, um, maybe it's just my phone, but I think you can't, so, with all that is a great visual display as well as this social media is also great to have said to have a pageant instagram for one it keeps you separate it keeps all of your stuff there but it's great when you're doing your appearance books so when i'm creating appearance books for my clients i like to reference it to their social media as well because most times nine out of ten they've missed an appearance to send to me and there was one that was like 10 appearances missed and was like girl where are these from like this is what I just found on your social media and they did count as an appearance as well when you're doing so many sometimes you just forget which is why tracking is a great idea which is why I always track my appearances even though they've never counted for the past three years um I still track them it's always good to keep it's always good to keep track um but yeah so you have that vision there so you when you're revising for your pageant you can see okay this is what I want to talk about and um, when you're doing your book you're like okay cool this is what this date this is when this date came because especially the dates like the timestamps as well now you may have posted a couple of days after and you kind of will know about that so like okay so that's the date of that pageant that's the date of that event um so it's all there it's all there and it's a great way of sharing your pageant experience and journey because I always feel that not everyone wants to have social media, 100%. But if it's just for pageantry, Instagram is the best because you can just strictly keep a pageantry. You know, you can have your private account private. You don't have to share everything, but it's a great way as well for the systems to be able to share your stuff. Because if you're just sending photos, you may be doing so much, but no one's actually seeing it. And that makes it sound very much like... It doesn't count unless it's seen. You know, the whole thing, unless you post about it on Facebook, it doesn't count. Or when you get into a relationship, if it's not Facebook official, you're not in a relationship. Like, you still are. Well, I don't know about relationship, but I can't, I can't tell you that. That's that's a different podcast. Um, But, you know, you still are doing these things. It still counts. It's just in the eyes of maybe a judge who has been told to judge your social media. Um they can't see it, they haven't seen anything, um, the system doesn't know if you've been doing these things, this is why photo evidence, of course, is great, but 
it's just nice to have that now does your social media need to look pretty no it does not it just needs to be there doesn't it it's showing the stuff that you do if you're talking about how passionate you are of your platform but you've got nothing up and when i say that i've had many sessions of girls when they've said about their platform and the stuff they're doing and i'm like okay so where can i find this and it's crickets and I'm like, if I was a, like, not so, I'm not going to say if I was a judge, but if I was looking for your platform and you're saying this stuff afterwards and then I couldn't find it anywhere, I'm like, oh, I really wanted to learn about this. And the girl just basically lied to me because she said she did it. Instagram stories are only up 24 hours unless you create a highlight. Okay. So <laughs> be mindful of that. The same with Facebook stories, you know, raising awareness is great but if you're only raising awareness for 24 hours and it's gone forever it's not really any point with it is there it's just for show so yeah <laughs> so when I talk to my girls I'm like right so if if it, if you're not doing that sort of stuff that you're saying just don't say it in your interview because you don't need it in there there's other stuff that you can talk about but if you want to include it let's talk about some of the stuff you do whether it's I'm always a favour of, you know, having a day where you post a fact or a figure or something relating to your platform or if you're going to do a talk show or something, something like that or maybe challenges. Like, I love having a set day and that should be if you're planning, like, pageant prep. It should always be a day when that's when all your pageant information goes out because then you know that, okay, that's it. I just love routine. And of course, with social media, you can schedule it. So even if you're not in your own routine, it will routinely go out. Well, depending if uh, if the stars are aligned and social media is working that day. Um, but yes, you can use the Meta Business Suite to um, have both Facebook and Instagram posts go out at a certain time. So even if you're in another country, um on a different time scale if you schedule it it will go out at the time you wanted it to um instagram as well of course instagram you can do lots of drafts as well and then post them when you need to if you're in like a scheduling mood it's entirely up to you but you don't need to have all this to win it's an additional extra now as i said with the appearance book and to obviously cross-reference to have a point where people outside pageantry can look um to learn things and and obviously judges as well directors potential um competitors especially if you're a queen you know they will look like the girls researching the system will look at your facebook your instagram and see what stuff you're doing um, you know, we'll ask you about your experience because that's what they're being told to do. <laughs> like when you join a system, do the research first. I mean, some people don't like we we know that, but um, so yeah, you have it there. It's also a really nice memory. Like of course, Instagram now you can do collab posts where you can collab with two different profiles. And if if you have a profile that is gifted to you for the year, and then after you hand it over to the next queen, next queen, um, you know it's. It's the whole, it's nice to have that. You can do the, the jewel. So you, it will always be on your Instagram as well. Or you can actually collab with your actual pageant as well. 
which is great and you get to see yourself on their page it just makes you more visible in the pageant world and this will help you with your campaigns this will help you with your donations collections events it will help you get to know more pageant girls you know of course there is a flip side with social media the you know comments which you can disable and you can pick up keywords if people are writing certain words that won't show up in your comments um and of course you can ban them <laughs> but we all know that stuff goes beyond that anyways you know it's a great way of being able to interact with you know the current finalists queens uh, different pageant systems different pageant experts as well like ourselves we try and follow everyone we can on the sparks and rhinestones insta um that are pageant people um on my pageant insta i try to as well depending you know because i don't want to have too many repeats and then my personal one i know pageant girls do follow it but if i'm following you on other accounts i'm not going to follow you on the on that one and it's not because like i don't like you because <laughs> i do sometimes i will i'll give you all free followers um but other times sometimes i don't even know if i'm following or not because i don't know which account i'm following from it's, it's a big conundrum i don't recommend more than, <laughs> more than that many instagrams um but yeah anyway so with all of that it's a great way of visualizing and showing your pageant journey it's it's like a like a diary so you don't need it to win however i do think it's very beneficial to have social media now one thing that i will talk about and i love this and i use it for everything i use it to design all of, the, of my <laughs> flashcards the front cover of my book um, the hand, not the handbook, because I wrote that, but, <laughs> but the, uh, the workbooks, and all my PowerPoint presentations, and all of my cover photos, and things for Instagram, and the infographics, when I do projects, it's, it's just so nice, it's, it's, it's just great, so this app is Canva, so C-A-N-V-A, Canva, like a canvas, um, it's great, there are of course other apps out there, but one thing that is my pet hate when people do social media campaigns or collages, when I see that in the corner, the pit collage, I see that writing and I don't like it. It's annoying. <laughs> because also, if you are using that app, you can literally go into a photo and crop it out. Now, of course, that goes the whole thing of, you know, cropping out the logo. It goes into unknown territory. If you're doing that to like a photographer then no, don't do that. Don't crop their logo out without permission. Um, but if it's the app, because you're not paying for the full version. <laughs> um, because Canva does it as well. Canva has a free version and a pro. And the pro you can have up to five members on. So myself and some other pageant girls have that. So we basically pay like, I think it's like 250 or something around those figures. I don't know. And I should know because because <laughs> the girls send the money to me <laughs> um but in there you get access to everything and you'd be surprised there are videos on there there's so many templates for so many different things um 
it's incredible what you have and then of course you won't have the Canva like writing on some because I do see some people using Canva and they save the photo and it's got the writing slashed across it like the watermark because that's what it is you're basically paying for the watermark when I had the free version I paid for a couple of images and then I was like oh I'm gonna do the trial again do you know what? I'm gonna pay it and I was like mm, maybe it'd be cheaper if I bring other people in <laughs> now we all know that of course some people will not use it for a couple of things but like for me personally for social media and for like designing the appearance books like for everything it just works so well and you can actually print direct from it I don't print direct I've not tried it because I, I read other printers that I use um but maybe one day maybe one day I'll look at it um but honestly it's great for designing things cover photos quotes like insta stories it's so interactive if you want to do quizzes um there's just yeah there's there's loads of stuff you can use it for so honestly <laughs> honestly it's definitely something that you should um look into or something like that so if you wanted to snazz it up or if you have a campaign like just use canvas it's great i will recommend it and like how about if you're listening give a girl <laughs> some free no um it is a great tool i actually found canva from a recommendation from um one of my Wiltshire queens georgia and then when i was doing the add the extra sparkle workbook the controversial one um i actually bought like a template booklet from a business um and that, so like all the like all the stuff was already done for me, the colour theme, everything. And it was up to me just to add like photos and add the information in. And then when I realised like how easy it was to do, I was human that I paid twenty pounds for this. It's <laughs> like I could have done this myself. Like, what? But if you just have to play around with it. Because then I could change obviously you could change the colours and bits. I changed the colours and, and different infographics and all that sort of stuff, adding the pages. And I was like, oh, yeah, do you know what? Yeah, this is actually really simple to do. Um, so don't buy, don't buy a preset template. <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need it. Um, you can create so many amazing things from it. And so, like, if you were to share a fact, I sometimes think it's just a bit more personal when you're sharing, like, you know, a sort of platform Fat Friday or mental health Mondays, or you know, something that is about like your platform or information statistics, or a piece of information. I just think it's so much nicer to see your own graphic designs. So your own rights, like you can save a piece from Google and post it, but like if you're if it's on your Insta, it's gonna look more pleasing to the eye if it's all. The same but it means you can put your name on it your um instagram handle your hashtag you know and it's what you've done it does add time on i'm not gonna lie it's not just you know when i have all the stuff for the platform talks and um when i'm doing the information like the infographics for um lgbt days you know bisexual awareness week is coming up soon i think in october there's spirit day and coming out day and you know, and obviously October as well, we have Black History Month for the UK. October, we have, you know, the 16 days of um, gender-based violence. 
I've said that wrong, but it's a UN day, six days against gender-based violence. Um, like, there are so many things that, you know, will require lots of designing, lots of things, you know, podcast covers. Um, although it's the same podcast cover that we use for <laughs> all those buckles. Um, and here's to get updated shots. So I finally have brown hair again. <laughs> the blonde is good. I wish I could go back blonde, but my hair says no. It's falling out already and it's not even been dyed for a year. And that's when I haven't PCOS. Uh, so, and coming up, that's coming up actually. So guys, if you've got your teal, that's what the awareness days are. But that's the thing as well with awareness days of social media. Um, now, of course, there's always the conscious thing of what you're actually achieving, what you're doing with these. But it's a great way of raising awareness, 100%. You're helping fellow pageant girls if you're joining their campaign. I do agree you should be doing something apart from just sending any old random photo in and then expecting people to Google the facts when you should be doing that legwork if it's your campaign. Another bug bite of mine. Bug bite? Bug bear? Pet hate? I don't... Grind for gifts? I don't know what I'd call it. But it does make me angry. Like, I'm wearing this colour... Um, I've sent this photo to support this person. Okay, what's it for? What are the signs? What are the symptoms? Is there a place we can donate? Is there any charities that we that can help? Are there any more information? No. You've just sent a photo in. Or you've taken one of your shots from a photo shoot and just posted it. And I know you spent a lot of money on those photo shoots. However, it's not... It has no relation to what you're doing. And if you can that as an appearance, shame on you. Shame on you, it's not. But of course, there are many pageants now that don't count appearances. Um, they still have missed publicity. So I think that awareness days, I always say, like, restrict to the ones that you actually want to raise awareness about and you have information about. Because, um, you know, there are some days that I don't have any knowledge. I can't give any, like knowledge about it to them so me posting about it is is kind of pointless but to others people have so much more knowledge about it um and you know and they can make a great i would say like a filler in the the content of your appearances they're a good filler because let's be honest in an interview you're not going to go yeah so i did 50 uh online appearances uh, so 50 social media awareness days or social awareness days. And I did five uh, in-person events. You're going to talk about those in-person events. You're not even going to mention the campaigns. Unless you create that campaign yourself. So that you'd be like, yeah, I attended this event and I um, helped do this event. But, you know, one thing I'm really proud of is my campaign that I created. And explain, explain, explain. And how else are you going to do these campaigns? If you don't have social media. Now, social media can be very toxic. We talk about um, the running up to the competition with social media in the handbook. You know, protecting yourself. Whether it's muting or unfollowing people. Taking yourself out of group chats. All the fun stuff <laughs> that comes with competing. Um, but I do honestly feel that you don't have to have the snazziest. You don't have to have the um the likes and the followers you just need to have you just need to have the content when i say content it doesn't mean loads and loads of pictures of you 
it be pictures of you at pageant events, it could be social awareness campaigns, it can be just information, you know, it's just you, it's building up that pageant brand, so when you win, you've got it set, (laughs) you've got that set, and we all know that life happens, and you're not going to be coasting, posting constantly, try to combine them then, Um, however, it's just, yeah, so, Let's recap it all. You don't need to have a fancy social media. You don't need to have so many followers. As I said, you're auditioning for a pageant final. You're not auditioning for a reality TV show. And with this as well, if any pageant system requires you to have that many um, followers, they're not a pageant. 100%. There's a difference between pageants and modelling competitions. And some modeling competitions will put Miss at the start of it, and you all, and you know you get a sash and crown, and you think, okay, cool, that means that it's a pageant, but it's not. It's just a modeling competition. There's nothing to do, like in the lead up. There's nothing you do. You have to look good, and there could be size. Like you might have to be a certain size and certain measurements, and you might need to have that social media following because of the requirements of what is set out there. But any pageant system. That is worth their weight in salt. I don't know why I say salt. Because it should be gold, shouldn't it? Um, or sequins. Something like that. Um, but they will not require you to do anything. The only requirement is you <laughs> turning up. And of course, your sponsorship money and the rounds. And we've talked about what sponsorship money goes into. Um, it covers the venue, the sash, the prizes. If they are not offered by another sponsor... All of that goes into your entry fee, which is why pageants usually start from 150 to 350. You know, oh, a national final. Like, sometimes you can compare a national final to an international final. And if the international final was less than the national final, look at the terms and conditions because you might have to be, you might have to be required to pay out more. You know, you might have to pay for your flights in your hotel. There are great systems that have that all included and have a great price. It's usually two fifty to three fifty. That's a standard price. National final one fifty to two fifty. You might have cheaper. It's great. Cheaper doesn't always mean um right, more expensive. Let's go the other way. More expensive doesn't always mean like better. It just depends on what they're offering. So, of course, <laughs> we can say that for another day of looking for the best system. But social media um, is not required. Um, there may be in the contract, if you're a winner, that you need to have some form of social media. Um, and it could be that the pageant themselves actually run your account and you just send them the photos because then they can post for you. I mean, if you're a queen, you kind of want to post yourself because then you get to talk some more girls and if people message on that page you're like oh well I mean you do get some weirdos I've had some guys message the page I'm like you do know this is a public page right this is on Facebook of course it is and they're asking me out and I'm like this is a pageant page if you would like sponsorship or things like that that's great but this is not a dating site men will find anything to be a dating site to be honest but that's uh <laughs> that's another pandemic that we won't get into but with saying all that, it's, it's a great form. They might have it in your contract where you need to have some sort of social media to post your appearances. The same as, you know, 
there is a requirement of one appearance a month or maybe two you know some social uh, some contracts have you know two social media posts a week and you can't fulfill your contract if you don't have a form of social media um so you may have that and also I said if you're looking to get sponsors that's where of course you'd be like oh i have this amount of followers i have this amount of likes um and you can show them your engagements the same with brand deals you know you show them your engagement your likes um market you have different percentage of male to female followers you know i haven't done too many of those <laughs> i've done a few but i haven't done too many so i said i'm not the person to talk to you about that but some sponsors may be like okay we i don't seem to find you on social media um how are you going to promote us because the pageant promotion can only go like one part like they can put you on their website that's it you can put leaflets out at the final that's it they might want additional posting you know like oh we want we're sponsoring you this money and you know 350 pounds is a lot of money um to some people <laughs> i know it's not everyone to me that's a lot <laughs> it's too much but like um you know they might require a bit more than just being on a website but that's your own prerogative if you want to get sponsors it could be family and friends but once again how are you going to contact extended friends there's lots more of what you can do but so saying that you don't need a social media however i do think it is a really good part of being a pageant queen to be visible to show off your journey to track where you are <laughs> to cross-reference to your appearance book if you need it um because as i say appearance books and i will have to i'm gonna have to do another episode on appearance books to refresh everyone because obviously there's a lot of episodes on here now there's like 40 odd um and my top pageant tip would be of course to do your appearance book as you go and not to the last minute i know there are pageant queens that always do it to the last minute and you still get free but i mean and they win it's not like it's like oh you're not gonna win if this like it's, it's not that it's just a personal preference um you should do it beforehand because it keeps you in check i mean you don't have to stress on the night before you can relax you're still gonna stress regardless but like you know you can semi-relax <laughs> in a state of panic um but yeah there's like a lot of things I think it's like there's a lot of discussions and we're going to do that in sparkles discussions because I really want to get some directors on as well and like what do you consider an appearance and you know do you see like and I know they're going to be really tactical and be like oh, we love when everyone wears our sashes I'm like but do you do you really because I get annoyed when I see sashes where they shouldn't be you know sash in a nightclub no a sash at a concert no a sash just covering your boobs no oh <laughs> uh, there's a lot to unpack with some of these things but who am i to tell someone how to enjoy their pageant experience you know i'm here to coach you if you take my advice you take my advice if you don't it's no skin off my nose although i wish it was because there's a huge spot going up there um but anyway, thank you so much for listening. If you have any requests, please message them over. I am hunting for a venue for our next Sparkles event, which is really frustrating because the events, that, uh, the halls that I am messaging are not responding. 
and I get impatient. <laughs> I just want to tell you guys, like, what it is and what I'm planning. So I'm planning with some other pageant queens. It's going to be exciting and it's going to be, yes, it's just going to be amazing. Um, <laughs> but with all of that, pageant con, um, I've asked a few more people. I need to make that my priority um, in September. As you all know, I'm just finishing up my first year of my second degree. Um, so that is going to take a precedent. Then we go into the busy September and October months of pageantry, of pageant, pageants, appearance, appearances. Um, maybe an exciting thing in November, but that's not for me to say. But with all of that, I'm also putting my daughter into school for the first time. I say putting my daughter, she's been to preschool, but it's her first year of school, like big school. And it's like an, an easing in process. <laughs> but however, there are lots of mornings. And rather than going back home and then back here again in the free hours, I'll have my trusty laptop and I'll get lots of planning done. She says, she says, maybe you should just go on Facebook and TikTok for the, the free hours. <laughs> um, there's lots of, lots of nice cafes um, in the area that she goes in. So who knows? Who knows what I can do? No spoons, though. Quite sad about that. Because uh, that's how I would do most of my uni stuff um when she did afternoons but <sighs> thank you girls so much not just for booking me but buying my book um keeping the constant information rolling and yeah I'm so excited to work with more of you I'm so excited for pageant con and for the sparkles discussions we have two in September with Felicia and Beth I want to organize more if you would like to come and speak on the sparkles discussions now it's not saying that you shouldn't be a pageant queen but it's like being involved in pageantry where it's not just like um you're competing in a system there's lots of things and we will actually talk to pageant queens about experiences and um things like that as well that is on the agenda you know especially myself being a plus size woman like we talk about our experiences in mainstream pageants um women of color uh speaking about their experiences and what we can do to change um because that's what we need to talk about and i'm sure i'm very much sure we'll invite guests back again um to talk about different things but apart from that um I need to respond to some messages and record some platform talks. And right now I look like a foot. So I need to make myself look a little bit more presentable for the camera and eat. Um, but for now, thank you so much for listening. Message us on Instagram. That's the best place at Sparks and Rhinestones UK. We are, of course, on Facebook and on my various pageant Instagrams and TikToks, etc, etc. But Instagram is the best place um, because Facebook's weird for some reason with the messages but we move we move um so thank you thank you thank you thank you and i will stop this before it gets to an hour 